Hello, everyone. This is Dovi Shapiro, and today I will be interviewing Rabbi Zalmi Kudan Shliach in Chabad of Simcha Barbara, California, on the topic of staff communication. I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your experiences and help have more atzvach and their shlicha. My pleasure. Thank you again for all of the podcasts, and I'm happy to be able to share. Let's begin by thanking the sponsors of the Shluchim Podcast. I would like to thank Fossman Jewelers and the Svetana Group for making the Shluchim Podcast available to all Shluchim. So let's get started. Zalmi, after speaking with you a little bit, it sounds like you use your staff meetings as a way of opening and having proper communication with your staff members. Zalmi, what inspired you to do something new with your camp staff meetings? Yeah, that's a, that's really where it started. I uh, was very frustrated with my staff meetings. There was something that my staff members would come late to. They weren't excited about them. They would always be looking at their phones under the tables. They weren't excited. And I was thinking back to when I was a counselor and a head counselor and how I also hated staff meetings. They were just done because that's what we're supposed to do. So I sat down with my wife and I said, why are we doing these staff meetings? Everybody hates them. And we actually, that summer, four summers ago, we canceled the last two staff meetings, and I just sent them an email and printed it out and handed it to them with the things that I, want, that I would have covered during those meetings. And then the following summer, my wife and I made a couple hachotas that uh, shaped a new era of staff meetings so that our staff meetings were actually opportunities to grow our relationship with our staff instead of frustrate the relationship with our staff. And it became something extremely powerful and unsolicited on the last three summers. Every single staff member in a question on a staff survey, what is something that you gained from or learned in Camp Gan Yisrael, everybody referenced our staff meetings, every single one, 100% of our staff. And it's something that really became an enjoyable growth opportunity, which really uh, changed the dynamic between our staff and, and ourselves. And it's been very powerful. So tell me, what is unique or different about your staff meetings and interactions? Okay, so my wife and I decided that we're going to do a couple major changes to the way that we relate to our staff. So the first thing we did was we said we have to make these staff meetings very serious. They're not just come to my house and I read off a couple random pieces of scratch paper and post-it notes that I've stuck all over my clipboard. This is going to be something very serious. So we type up an agenda for our meetings at every seat at the table. Uh, we usually do them in my house, not in the camp mode, away from the camp craziness, in my house, with, not during dinner time. It's a, it's a special meeting. Everybody comes in. There's a popcorn or chips or popsicles or whatever at the table. But then there's also a pen and a printed agenda with lines on the side where they can actually take notes. And uh, this gives the impression that we're really taking this seriously. We expect you to learn something that you're going to want to write down at, at the uh, meeting. The agenda, which, by the way, there's a sample agenda on the Shulchan Exchange. Uh, if you want to see a sample of how this works, I encourage you to look at, to look at it. Uh, the first thing we do is a Dvar Teira. And uh, it says on the agenda, Dvar Teira. So we have a Dvar Teira. I give a Dvar Teira for about two minutes. Uh, just a verse from the Rebbe on the Parsha, usually connected to camp. And then I give a Yashra Kayach. And the Yashra Kayach, which is also printed on the agenda, has three bullet points or four bullet points of specific items that we want to thank the staff for. 
So it's not just, uh, yeah, you guys are great counselors and you're wonderful people and we're so glad you're here. I write, three, I write three things. For example, campers are having a great time. Camp spirit is wonderful. And then I'll explain verbally. You know, I walked into the arts and crafts room and the whole camper, all the campers were singing their bunk song. It was like so cool. It was arts and crafts. It wasn't lineup. It was great. Camp left clean. You know, the bathing suits are in the right place. The cubbies are all cleaned up. The garbage is inside the dumpster. It's really nice to have counselors who appreciate the, that the Chabad house has to look proper for when, you know, at all times. Uh, and the third item might be something like supervision and reporting. Uh, it's been great that uh, there's never been a camper without, uh, outside of their bunk. Uh, the ouch reports are left on my desk. It's just very specific items where the counselors know that we're really noticing something that they have done that we, that we appreciate. And so the meeting starts off with something that we share with them that's very personal and, and practical that we can highlight the successes that we've witnesses, where we, we, that we've witnessed and also highlight things that we would like to continue and things that are important to us in the staff. So even though this is something that happens every time and it's, it's, it's in the agenda that you're going to be thanking them, they still take it as a real compliment. Right. Because it's in the agenda and it's printed as something very specific, it becomes a very powerful thank you. It's not just a pat on the back or a verbal acknowledgement. It's actually it's a specific appreciation for something that they've worked hard to accomplish. So they know what they've done to earn our praise because it's written there in ink. Okay, moving on with the meeting. Okay, so the, so the first akhlata was that we're going to have an agenda. The second akhlata was that we're not going to share anything at the meeting that we could email them or print out on a piece of paper and hand to them or in any other way communicate to them outside of the meeting. Uh, outside of the meeting. So if there's something that we can, have to discuss at a meeting, that's where it's discussed. If it's something that we can hand to them on a piece of paper, we hand them on a piece of paper or email it. Uh, we found two things. First of all, people like coming to our meetings. And second of all, people actually read our emails and read the piece of paper we hand them because there's no other way they're going to get that communication. And they know that if I hand them something to read, that's the only way they're going to know that information is if they read it. So that was a very powerful thing. So what do we discuss at the meetings are questions that we need to hear them answer. So everything at the meeting, everything else on the agenda is just a question that we need to hear from them. So can you give us some practical examples of the questions you would ask? I, I will, yeah. So as you'll see on the agenda on the Shulchan Exchange, and I don't know if you can link to that in your email, but either way, the first question that I ask is, please share a highlight of the past week. So our meetings are on Monday, morning, uh, Monday evenings, 8 o'clock p.m. They always start on time, and they, always, uh, they take about 40 minutes plus a 20-minute activity or less. If we have less things to discuss, so then the meetings will take shorter. We don't do meetings for a specific amount of time because that's what it says in the Camp Gynasol Director's Handbook. We do meetings for what we need to discuss. That's part of this, uh, this new outlook. So the question, uh, the first question is, what was the highlight of your past week? Or if it's the first Monday of camp, what was the highlight of the first day of camp? And we go around the table, and we have two rules. Rule number one is that you must answer the question. R rule number two is that only once throughout the entire four weeks of my camp are you allowed to ask to go back to you later. 
And we tell this to the staff before they even come to, to, our, our, to the city. We tell them in a conference call before the summer that we're going to be doing this every week and that we expect that someone to, everybody to have an answer. So everybody shares a highlight. And actually throughout the week, whenever something nice happens in camp, they're thinking to themselves, oh, this is a highlight I want to share. Oh, wait, this is something even nicer. I want to share this highlight. Some staff even write it down. So as we go around the table, everybody shares something, a success that we've shared together. And then we go around the table, usually the other way, and we, sh we ask for the, something that they wished would have been different in the past week, a problem that they've experienced. And uh, I've interviewed my staff after the summer, and they've all shared with me that this was something they really, really appreciate. They appreciated knowing that on Monday night at 8.17 p.m., it was going to be their turn to express a frustration they're having in the summer. And they knew exactly when they can do that. And that's a very powerful thing. So even if they don't really have something that's terrible or pressing, uh, but they, need, they knew that there was a time that they were going to have to, need to, answer the question, what do I wish could have been better? Or what do I wish could have been different? When a, complaint, when a complaint is brought up, how do you deal with those complaints? Do you deal with it on the spot? Right, okay, so that's a very good question. Every single camp meeting, I get between six and eight complaints because every single staff member has to share something that they wished would have been different. And only once through the summer can they ask to go back to them, but we do go back to them during that meeting. So everybody is going to share every single meeting something that they wish would have been different. So how we deal with it is during, at that point in the meeting, I write it down on my agenda in the place for notes. I write it down simply right next to their name. I write down what they said, and I say, okay, so... You know, you wish that you would have had more cubby space. Okay, uh, now we'll move on to Rivka. Okay, and then Rivka says that she wishes that her camper that is totally crutchy and ruins it for the whole bunk wouldn't be in camp. And I say, okay, so you wish that Jaden wouldn't be in your bunk because she's too crutchy. All right, go ahead, Musia. And then we just keep going around the table. Um, I will share with you right after we go through the rest of the schedule of the meeting, I'll share with you what happens next for those problems. So the next thing in the agenda on the meeting is a camp procedure that needs their feedback. So, for example, we do a Beaker Bias program or a Night Ganizi program where every single camper is visited by our staff. So at the Monday meeting, I ask the staff which of their campers do they want to visit. I need to know from them in a group setting the answer to that question because there's siblings, there's multiple bunks, there's limited drivers. It's something that can't be done in an email or not easily done, it has to be done as a group. So we allow them to plan that, you know, together with us so that we can, we can coordinate that. Uh, the, the next question would be uh, a trip, if we're having a trip that day. I can email them information about the trip, but there are certain things that I need their feedback from. For example, when we go to Magic Mountain, I want to know which staff are going to be doing the roller coaster groups, which ones are going to be doing the less exciting groups. Um, uh, there are certain trips that we play zone defense where we'll have staff who want to be by the door, staff who are going to be in the climbing structures. Uh, are we going to do this as a rotation? Are we just going to be – these are things I need from them to hear the answers. Um, uh, overnight. So the overnight schedule is planned by the staff. I want it to be planned by the whole staff as a group. I'll ask them how they want to do it and let them plan it in front of me. Technically, they could have planned it in their dorm but it's a lot more effective when I'm there to answer the questions that they don't know, and it happens in a very efficient, quick way. Uh, also, the carnival is another example of something that is planned at a staff meeting. They need their input.
not, they don't need to hear from me. So after we go through the camp procedures, that takes less than 40 minutes. When the 40 minute on my stopwatch goes off, I stop the meeting right then and there. If there's something that is pressing that needs to be discussed, we'll set up another time to do that later. But the last 20 minutes are reserved for a development, a child development activity or game that we play to teach and model a staff behavior that they can use in camp the next day to make their job easier. And that was our fourth akhata, was that we really need to teach them something that they're going to be able to use in camp the next day. If they can't use it the next day, then we've failed. And I actually give them a homework assignment that the next day after camp, they have to come over to me in my office and share a success story of how they used that activity. Uh, examples of skills that we teach are giving directions, how to give kids directions without saying, go sit down. Uh, so we give them different ways of doing that in a song, describe the situation. We have little flashcards that have different situations written on them. They pick a card, they read it out loud, they usually have a little funny uh, twist to them, and then they model the behavior. They could either choose another counselor to be the camper, or they can just model the behavior uh, out loud. It's a fun, interactive activity. It's not a lecture. It's really, it's a fun game. Let's just wrap up with what else, what else goes on at the meeting. Okay, so that is the end of the meeting. The end of the meeting is after these 20 minutes, I then ask, is there anything that, the, that you guys would like to discuss with me? It happens, I would say, half of the meetings, there is an issue that's been weighing on the staff's mind that they would like to share at the meeting. And there's usually an embarrassed uh, glance around the table, and then one of the staff members who's the appointed spokesperson, usually the head counselor, will share that there's something that's going on that they would like uh, you know, to, to, raise, to bring to my attention as a group, and uh, that's when we uh, go into the problem-solving mode um, and we, we uh, deal with those complaints, just like we'll deal with the other complaints that were individual to unique counselors. And there are actually there are different things that come up from what they mentioned earlier and now? Right, well, for example, what, uh, yeah, so there might be a, a group discussion, maybe the apartment is too cold or something, and you know, they, that's, not a, that's not something they wished would have been different in the camp setting but it's something that's a staff issue usually um, that's brought up at the end of the meetings. So how do you deal with, with the actual complaints? Uh, so that, that's a great question. So for example, we had a summer that the counselors came over to me. It was after camp. One of the counselors came over to me and said, when can we talk to you about an issue? They knew that I have no problem accepting issues. I do it every single staff meeting, and I do it every single day after camp. They walk over to me, and I said, you tell me, I'm ready to speak to you right now. So all the counselors come into my room, into my office, they sit down around the table, and they said, well, basically, our head is totally, is totally not helping us right now. Uh, after camp, uh, she's never around. So I said, okay, so the problem is, and so this is step one, repeat the problem back to make sure you understand it. So I said, so basically, the head counselor's not around after hours. Well, and she never drives us where we need to go. Ah, and she's not available to drive. So she's never around and she doesn't drive. Right, and even in camp is also a problem. Ah, so after I repeated it back about three or four times, I was able to be assured that I understood the problem. Never give terutsim, never explain why it happened. Just accept the problem as it is. So then ask questions. I ask three types of questions, all open-ended. What do you think contributes to the problem? And then they give their feedback. What do you feel you can do to make this problem better? And what do you feel I could do to make the problem better? 
and I go around the table and everybody gives their advice. I write everything down on a piece of paper as they're talking. Okay, then I share some ideas that I might have. Well, maybe we might try speaking to that counselor and, uh, you know, letting her know how you guys feel. Maybe we can try getting a schedule together so that the head counselor knows when she has to drive you guys after hours so it's not a surprise, uh, et cetera, et cetera. I write everything down, including my suggestions, and I read the entire meeting back to them. So basically, you guys have a problem, A, B, C, and D. You guys suggested A, B, C, D, and E. I suggested one and two. We're good. And then we make a trial period. Today is Tuesday. Let's talk Friday after camp and see how it's going. I put immediately into my calendar Friday after camp, and I come to them Friday after camp and say, how's it going? This, I, this way of accepting all criticism without excuses, without tidotsin, there's no reason why things are going wrong. It's just going wrong. That's how they feel it. And then asking them questions so that they clarify the issue in their mind and hopefully in your mind, and then allowing them to be part of the solution process, I, it was unbelievable how it worked out. But the, that summer, the head council and the counselors, they joined together in such an amazing way. They're still keeping in touch. It's a really interesting thing to see how people, if they have ownership of their problem, they're allowed to express it freely. They're allowed to be part of the process of solution finding and solution building. It's a beautiful thing, and it builds a very strong relationship that these staff will want to go to bat for you next year, finding staff, and coming back next year if they're able to, and it's a really special relationship. Are there any last words of advice that you would like to offer Shluchim on this topic? My advice would be to plan your first meeting with your staff when they're coming to your town with a printed agenda with lines for them to take notes so that you will be more organized and they will take your meetings seriously from that point on because they came to a meeting with questions for them to answer. They were part of the meeting. They weren't just talked to or read to. And that's going to start the, that will set the tone for the meetings and the relationship from that point forward that you are going to be taking their time and your time together with them very seriously. And Shulchan Machtos, if you go to subscriptions and sign up to the Camp Exchange, it's a very focused uh, group. All of the questions are relevant to camp directors. There's very little uh, discussion that doesn't interest me every single day. So cgi.shulchanexchange.com is a very good resource as well. And I'm happy for anybody to email me at rabbizalmi at ganizisb.com or call me on my cell phone, 805-636-5085, with any questions uh, about what we've discussed. So thank you, Rabbi Zabri Kudan, for sharing with Shlokim about your Hasfaka and approach to fast communication. We really appreciate your time. You're very welcome, Hasfaka Rabba. Thanks so much for the opportunity to share, and I hope it uh, helps the Shlokim, and I hope you all have a lot of Hasfaka on camp this summer. This is Dovi Shapiro, and I would like to give special thanks to all the shluchim that continue to give feedback. Please send in your ideas for future interviews as well as your thoughts on how to make the shluchim podcast even better. Make it a great week.